1: Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join us on March second uh, for a bingo night. Uh, it's going to be a great fucking time. Uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, giving away some some nice little goodies, having some fun, drinking some beer, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna be a good night. So come on out and uh, try your hand at some bingo.
2: Man, I'm I'm not sure if I can send them out yet, uh, but i I'm, I think our main prize and don't. Don't quote me on this because, you know, I got to figure out some stuff. I think our main prize will be uh, some Nashville SC soccer tickets. So,
0: Ooh, um, nice. so little,
2: Hell yeah. um, right in there, right there in the supporter section. I got to figure out a game that we don't want to go to Bob. So I can yeah. get, so I can get <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so we'll get, we'll give away some, uh, SC soccer tickets. Um, I don't know if I can, tra- I- I'm sure I can transfer it for them now, uh, with, I I, I know that I have, I know I have them in my account or whatever. Okay. Um, then you should be able to. I should, I should be able to, but we'll, yeah, we'll try to do, we'll try to do that. Cause I don't know that we have any Preds tickets to give away this time. And I think that we've made a habit of giving away tickets. And so I think people expect it yeah. from us now, Bob. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So super excited about that. Uh, today we're talking some of the uh, NHL trade deadline. we got games of the week and much, much more check us out on twitch Well, you'll find us uh, uh on uh january 30th we'll be doing a uh watch party uh come on join us there and you can also check us out on our discord uh video chat room we'll we'll be also uh doing a simulcast there as well in case you don't have amazon prime uh and we'll be watching uh Tammy in, in the T-Rex. Uh, now, I was going to ask can we ha- science- Yeah, I was going
2: to ask if we had a uh, had a had a choice yet. Um, so perfect. Yeah nice yes. my re- and
1: for those of you that play it high on life you'll recognize the game from that uh or i'm sorry you'll recognize the movie from that game uh that they had playing in the background the whole the whole time so i'm excited did not realize i,
2: I, it. I played yeah. a little bit and so i did not did yeah. not realize that so you know i was too busy yeah. spending 15 <laughs> hours of real time in the in the alien strip club so
1: <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing this week bud yeah man I, i'm doing
2: pretty good uh we were talking before the stream, dude. I've been playing so much Xbox, dude. I've been playing a lot of games. It takes me back to my youth, brother. Um, so, you know, playing some Assassin's Creed Odyssey, some Far Cry. Uh, I've been playing It Takes Two with Stephanie, uh, as well as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, uh, which Ooh. is pretty, pretty sick uh, as well. So, uh, but yeah, man, Stephanie started school. So I, you know, spent a lot of time by myself now, which is. <laughs> all right i got it it's you know it's 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 happened. um uh, but uh but yeah i'm doing all right man how about you bud
1: good brother you know just hanging out been streaming some new games checking out uh some new games tonight checking out um planet zoo it was on uh steam is having their base building sales so it was like normally like uh the game plus all of the add-ons like 150 bucks i got almost all of it for like 35 bucks which is fucking nice cool. Uh, it's like you get to make like a full-on like you know custom zoo and shit super high quality graphics and there's a new game warlander which is like a uh like a medieval fantasy hack and slash game that i'm checking out um yeah so i've just been playing a lot of games you know sounds uh, good we talked uh,
2: about the other day um uh, Junie playing that. Uh, what is it? Origins,
1: Ancestors, or whatever. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested in getting, checking that game out. Yeah. Game looks sick. Uh, I, you
2: were, you were telling me a little bit about Stranded. I played like maybe like 10, 20 minutes of it. Seems like it's, uh, pretty involved. So I didn't know how long. Oh, yeah.
1: It's a, and it's a game gonna better played with people.
2: Yeah. For sure. I could, I could see that. Jackson was over here and we were, you know, kind of running through it and stuff. But, um, but yeah. I was like, ah! You know, I'm going to go play something a little more polished. Uh, yeah, sure. This game is only uh, two gigabytes. And so, you know, great game for two <laughs> gigabytes. I'm going to go play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's a little more, you know, rounded yeah. and not as uh, yeah. mu- many questions up in the air.
1: <laughs> yeah. It is crazy that we're talking about how a game is not super polished at two gigabytes, where if you go back, what? 15 years ago some games on like xbox the original xbox and playstation 2 were like less than a gig like oh, less yeah. than well, 500 megabytes and,
2: and we'll talk about you know i got we can bring that up a little bit in my snaps my snit uh segment so i mean you know nice. used to used to yeah. uh well I'm, I'm gonna save it because i you know, yeah, I had I know we'll spiel. talk about it i had a spiel had a whole spiel, uh, but, a whole spiel. yeah
1: <laughs> uh but yeah so uh uh let's do a fit check man uh i've got I'm rocking my Washington hat because you know the Dallas Cowboys fucking lost. There you and go, baby. Fun fact: Blake Bortles has more conference championship game appearances since 1997 than the entire Dallas Cowboys, which
3: is all an it takes is stat. one.
2: All it takes is one. Yeah,
3: all has, it takes is one. literally.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm rocking the uh, you know the the Chattanooga Lookouts hat. Always a uh, always a sick little addition. And then I went with my Where's Brando, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like Where's Bondo, bro? <laughs> People are going to be looking for me. In the I found him, found him, found him. And as you can see in the back, we finally, I got my camera moved a little bit. You can see the, uh, the sorting hat back here. So, you know, yeah,
1: nice. So, uh,
0: yeah. got
2: that. I, I'm counting that as my fit check. Cause I can't wear it
1: with the, it doesn't fit with the, with the stuff on.
0: Uh,
1: but all right, let's move into, uh, the news.
3: Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards.
1: We're talking Bruce Boudreaux, um, who uh, was dealt probably the worst hand imaginable uh, in, by the Canucks. Um, I believe he is. So he's uh, he is now officially fired. He is officially no of so. the head coach of the coach. Yes, um, but correct. it was something we all saw coming for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know a little bit more about this. Uh, w- w- give me the uh, give me all the deets.
2: Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, I mean, you uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot more details than that. I mean, it's just been a known <laughs> thing for a couple of weeks that the Canucks have hired Rick Tockett, and media is asking Boudreaux about it to the point where not just oh, it's rumors flying around to the point where. B- uh, Boudreaux is addressing the questions, not letting them pass by like you would think if it's rumors of your job. Um, just dealt him dirty. I mean, this is not his fault. He brought them back into almost a playoff contender. Since last year, his tenure with Vancouver, he's got a 50-40-13 record. So it's not like he's in there winning seven or eight games in a season or something. Um, just really did him dirty. And I'm not even... And let's be clear, I'm not even... Saying that the the man shouldn't have been fired but but fire the guy and bring in your guy or have an interim for a few games. don't hire a new guy and then let your old guy coach coach those games it's just it, it was just so unprofessional by the Canucks uh and you know you said people were getting mad at the media members for asking him the questions and to that i yeah. say why that is their that's their job they got news they can't say well i can't ask him this question because you know that's it's not nice you know the guy's getting fired <laughs> Bruce bruce Boudreaux is gonna be fine okay he's gonna go find yeah. a new job it's you know don't feel bad for how they handled it but don't feel bad for for bedreau uh he handled it like a king so what what, what an absolute joke though uh, I think that you know we already talked about the coaching carousel and and what happens with it, but traditionally you know you don't get a fire a coach fired for have a fired coach coach your team for three or four weeks so um, <laughs> that is this is a new high uh, but Bruce I say this with all my heart. We are super looking forward to having you in Coach House, brother. We are super oh, yeah. looking forward to oh, having yeah. you, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you that won't be he, there yeah. long. I'm sure you won't be there long, but we'll be glad to have you while we can.
1: Yeah, uh, I know. I've been seeing a lot of talk about the possibility of you know if the Preds don't step it up, he and uh, possibly replacing John Hines. I'd love I to mean, see Boudreaux. Be mad at? I would.
2: Yeah. I, I, I would love to see Boudreaux here. Um, yeah I mean it's unfortunate John Hines does does just enough to you know keep his job each year and say we're, we're rebuilding so uh, but yeah, yeah I would not uh, you wouldn't hear me complaining about that
1: yeah usually people don't like they usually teams don't sell like head coach gear but I would want some Bruce Boudreau gear somehow oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, getting a Bruce, wanna, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a Boudreau suit dude
2: I'm, getting a Boudreau, I'm gonna get a suit I'm gonna get a suit but I'm gonna put his old hockey number on it <laughs> And I want to say, um, is Jim Rutherford, the guy
3: that is, um, I want to say no. Yeah. So Jim, and
2: you want to hear a great story. I saw this earlier on hockey. Jim Rutherford is the president of the, uh, of the Vancouver Canucks. Do you want to know yeah. who Bruce Bedreau scored his first career in HL goal on? It was Jim Rutherford. We know now <laughs> why he got fired, dude. This yeah. is it. My man couldn't handle it.
1: <laughs> yeah. the little, the f- also, Jim Rutherford uh, 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 did officially apologize to Bruce Boudreaux, but blamed the media for the leaks. And it's like, that's... <laughs> not, what? That's not how that works. Well, to be fair, my man's is five eight, dude. He's just getting it where he can get it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Um, Craig Anderson played his seven hundredth game. That's a huge milestone in this league. Um. So yeah, that, that's that's huge. I don't have his stats Bro. in front of I, us. I don't, I don't know if I don't one. either. If
2: you want to look those up, I was just gonna make a comment. I remember when we started playing fantasy hockey in 2016 twenty seventeen year uh and excuse me, Craig Anderson was on his last legs then dude' <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. like he he was like he, he was like oh well he's got a few more games in him when he was playing for the senators and I mean this man just keeps resurfacing
1: everywhere uh and yeah. he is forty one years old he has uh seven hundred games <laughs> played of course uh, six hundred and sixty-one of them are, are, are he has started, which that's a huge number to only yeah. not have started four hundred. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty well seven hundred. I
2: think that is seven hundred would mean he actually played in those games. I don't think yeah. goalies get a game counted.
1: But yeah, I see oh, what no, you're no, saying. No, no, what I'm saying is but still, a okay. uh, 700 career no, no. games and he yes. and, I mean, you would think that he had been getting, you know, he's been on some bad teams that he'd be put in the game a lot more than, you know, or, or, or you know <laughs> stuff like that. Well, um, and usually he was that,
2: that he he was that guy. So I mean, you usually if you're getting drummed with your backup in, you're not gonna send your, you know, your your guy in to to take the heat on him. Yeah. But yeah, man, you're you're right. It it's it's been amazing. And he's not been I mean, he's not been astronomically yeah. great or he's anything. Got 316
1: but 316 <laughs> wins uh and two hundred and seventy losses. So I mean he's more than fifty percent. Um he's got uh almost twenty two thousand uh shots against and uh his goal against average is 2.85 and got a 9.912 uh save percentage i'm going to see what shutouts the- in his career
2: that's pretty good i'm going to look up the goalie win record in the nhl
1: oh, nhl Marty Pro probably has
2: Yeah, Bro Okay, so this is all-time wins leader. I was like 1266. No, that was games played. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, "Holy
2: <laughs> crap, that's a lot." Um with but 691 wins, um and you said he had how many? He had 316. 200? He had 316 wins. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's good enough. That's good enough for number thirty-two all time and wins. So I mean, I'd say that's yeah. a how that's many a pretty... how many
1: games played did Marty Bordeaux have? Uh, Twelve
2: hundred and sixty-six. Okay, so that's like um, a lot of games. Yeah, I think that we were o- I mean not overestimating seven hundred games is seven hundred games, right? But uh, but I think it's more impressive that seven hundred games has landed him at thirty-two on the wins list. Uh, yeah, because I mean, most guys, some guys have about six hundred above him, but a lot of them have eight hundred, nine hundred. Yeah, but um, yeah, Marty Broder also many- has the games played record by a good two hundred yeah. games over uh, Roberto Luongo, and about uh, another two hundred and forty over Patrick Wah. So, the only yeah. active guy I see above him in games played, Jonathan Quick has 738. Flurry has 967. Uh, but I think that really we were talking about Craig Anderson, but can we just talk about the 1,266 games played by Marty Brodeur? That's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a little, a little redonkulous. Uh, shutouts. Guess how many shutouts Brodeur had? Uh, 126
1: oh my goodness 125
3: that was
2: super good oh. that was a super good guess dude that was like a really good I, guess, probably
1: could, more than likely i've seen that before because it's marty sure. door, door so i've probably seen it on a records list before
2: well but how <laughs> many lists have we how many how many stats lists do we want, look at in a day even you know much less an entirety yeah. of our our lifetime so even so that's pretty good uh that you would be able to remember it um shutouts pekka renee sitting there at number 19 with 60. That's uh pretty awesome. And yeah. Let's see, Craig Anderson 43. Um,
1: I I assume that Craig Anderson had won a uh cup with the with the Blackhawks earlier in his career. No. Uh-uh. The closest he no. came was I think 2017 Senators. Or he was with the
2: Senators. Yeah. yeah, when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um no, no cups for for um Anderson. Though if the Sabers keep playing like they're playing, that's not outside the realm of possibilities that that team could go and win a cup. I mean, it's not likely, but yeah. Um,
1: I mean, we're we gonna. I, I don't honestly. I think this year, unless something drastic happens, this is this might be one of the biggest lopsided years I've seen. I think the Bruins are just destroying everything and everybody, and I think that. The Bruins, I mean, I, I, I can't – I'm excited to see what their odds are come I, the, the, the start of the playoffs because they are just I, walking in, in the
2: playoffs. I, I agree with you, but I do feel like this is one of the teams that could get uh, get hit by injuries a lot yeah. easier than some of the other teams. I mean, all oh, it takes is – for sure. Is, That's what is, I'm is, saying. Like, tell
1: you, It's up to injuries with this team, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, but yes, I mean, I agree with you. They are 78, sitting at 78 points right now. The next closest is uh, Carolina with 66. Um yeah, I mean they are they are absolutely dominating, uh dominating this this league right now with with a nine with total of nine losses, but only four of those are um are over are are, four of those are overtime losses. There was talk uh today that I mean they're on pace to beat the NHL record of sixty six wins currently. Uh, Um will that happen? Who knows? You know, the end of the season kinda, you know, they may slow down a little bit but but you're right man it's uh and again
1: all it takes is a one or two bad injuries and then that kind of puts them in you know we've seen that happen many times
2: sure sure yeah i mean uh but but you're right right now it is it is it's their game uh their season to lose though uh the seattle kraken are are looking pretty good in, in the west i don't think that they're a cup worthy team yet but um but uh, I think for a brief moment in time, they were leading the division. I think Vegas is back up there now. But for a brief moment in time, the uh, the Kraken were. Uh, and hey, I'm 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 bragging on my Kraken right now because I I took the puck line against uh, against New Jersey on them. So no, maybe I just <laughs> yeah. took the win, and I got and, I, and they and they came home with it. So I'm appreciating yeah. them right now.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move into outside the NHL.
3: Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards.
1: Shannon Sharp takes on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I don't know if you got to see it. It was absolutely pandemonium in Los Angeles uh, as the Los Angeles Lakers took on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh Shannon Sharp had some choice words uh for uh I believe was it Dylan Brooks? Is that Dylan is Brooks that right? and right?
2: and yeah. and John ja Morant? Um, you know, he was talking ja ja, dad. dad. He and you that was my favorite I'm so glad you brought this up because it was my favorite quote. Shannon Sharp, his badass quote, uh talking about how all these people didn't want this noise. Uh yeah, I'm sure that the people that are about a hundred pounds less than you and about 5 inches shorter than you didn't want that noise no doubt shannon but it he failed to mention uh how when steven when steven adams went over there um, (laughs) it was it wasn't any more about the noise he didn't mention the noise that steven adams didn't want and maybe by not mentioning it he's meaning steven adams did want the noise and he could have got it and i didn't want and i didn't want the noise on that so listen i I
1: absolutely i absolutely (laughs) love shannon sharp shannon sharp is one of my favorite commentators um (laughs) i love watching undisputed with him i uh I, I met him uh, when I was a kid br- very briefly at a uh, Houston at a bar uh, at a bar in Atlanta with, when I was with my dad. He is a massive dude. He is a yeah. charismatic guy. He is. Yeah. Uh, he is awesome. Um, I mean, wow. I think that I, he was he was in the wrong 100 percent. He's put out a very, very thought out apology uh based on this. And I thought it was his apology was so good that Ow. honestly. I'm surprised Dad. we didn't make it into the pod. He apologized <laughs> to everyone. Like he, his apology went on for a long time. He apologized to his stylist maybe embarrassing the stylist because because he knew that that cardigan he was wearing went viral a cardigan that was three thousand dollars by the way okay we can all looks agree we like could have just that, made it home we can all
2: agree wearing a three thousand dollar cardigan was the stupidest thing that that shannon sharp did yes that day.
1: this is sports baby yeah. you know what i'm saying like and how to do still look fucking dude still looks scary in a fucking oh, cardigan. he is fucking.
2: Like, <laughs> i i mean i i i I dream every day that I wake up and I hear that Skip Bayless has been beat up. But when I saw Skip Bayless telling Shannon Sharp that he wasn't as good as Tom Brady, like that was even what he was trying to say. And yeah, he took his glasses off, and his suit almost oh, ripped I thought off. He was, yeah, I was scared for Skip Bayless. I was like, yeah He said, "Don't take your glasses off." I was like, "Skip, don't angry, man, <laughs> don't anger Yeah.
1: Me. Spe- <laughs> speaking of Skip and Tom Brady, there was this amazing GIF I saw. It was us. It was Tom Brady like uh, on the sideline. he's like, "Ooh!" Like looking over his shoulder, excited at something. Like yeah. it's like Skip Bayless when Shannon walks into the office Monday after the incident in Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> so
0: he's like. I I don't
2: think I don't think there was nothing there was nothing said or done that was out of this realm crazy that, you know, I mean, it was just a a professional athlete that emotions are running high. And, you know, so I I thought I thought it was hilarious. And I'm with you. I like Shannon Sharp. I did lose respect for him signing up for a show with Skip Bayless but that's beside the point. And he has so much respect. Oh, that that, I, I
1: mean, that paycheck though makes up for it. <laughs> it only brought it, it only brought the respect level down a little bit. He's still way up, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. I do think, I wonder what the, uh, the ratings were for that, for that Monday's episode. Cause so that oh, happened. And then right before the Eagles, then right before the, uh, the Cowboys game, so Skip Bayless, who is a Cowboys fan tweeted out, um, something like in my head, the Cowboys next game is against the Eagles. We're going to, this isn't even a real game against the 49ers. Uh, In my head, we're already playing the the, the Eagles. And everyone in the the comments is like,
2: why would you do that? They game plan for the Eagles. This was the issue. (laughs) This is a different team. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) They game plan for Jalen Hurts and they got Brock Purdy. (laughs) They're like, man, he is not running at all.
2: Why are we doing this? by?
1: uh um and that that leads us into our uh conference championship set in the nfl i do want to talk uh you know watching the cowboys lose is amazing i was really scared going into this weekend because i was like honestly i don't know who to root for in this giants eagles game obviously i was rooted for the giants because a they were the underdog b i hate philly i hate the city the state and the team um Well, and there was no – you didn't feel like there was a real
2: chance for the Giants to win the Super Bowl either, right? Yeah. I feel like that's more of a And honestly,
1: the biggest thing I hated about the Giants back in the day was Eli, and Eli's not there now, and I actually like Eli now. He's no longer on the Giants, so I was rooting for the Giants. It's weird how that happens, man.
2: It's almost like your mind is making
1: stuff up in your head. You're like, I got to (laughs) hate this guy. (laughs) That blue is ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, But I was really scared that obviously one of those teams would win, and then I was scared that the Cowboys could win. And then I'm just sitting here just hating life as a commander fan. But watching uh, the 49ers uh, dismantle the Cowboys in the last two minutes and watching Mike McCarthy just make the worst play calling decisions I've ever seen was absolutely amazing. What a, Talk about a horrible clock management. And then that what, final play, watching Zeke get destroyed off the snap was yeah. even better.
2: Yeah, I didn't understand the play call. You've taken away Zeke's eligibility by making him the center. It was a very weird end-of-game play call. Uh honestly, I was super 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 disappointed in that game. Not because the Cowboys lost. I don't, you know, I don't care about the Cowboys. I was just hoping that game was going to be a lot better. You know, it just was was to me the most boring of the four. Um but uh, I, I think we can agree that uh, yeah. the Jags Chief game was the most exciting to me, but only because not glad that he got hurt, but only because Mahomes got hurt. That game, that was about to be a thirty-five to 12, uh, fourteen drumming dude. They were about to yeah. to shred them. You could just tell.
3: Yeah,
1: uh,
2: yeah. that's so that brings up got, a good.
1: Um, um, in my opinion, this is a Super Bowl matchup. Cincinnati, Kansas City. Um, I think whoever wins this this game is gonna win the Super Bowl. I think that this is the best two teams in in the league. And I'm I mean, I can't wait to see this matchup. I can't wait either, but a high ankle sprain is not
2: as uh easy to come back from. Oh as as, yeah, and as and that Mahomes is the biggest making regret. it he yeah. is, uh, it's all good for when you go into the locker room right after you hurt something and they shoot you up with a bunch of Vicodin. Yeah, man, you're going to feel fine, brother. It's that next day. It's that, you know, it's that that healing yeah. process. So I'm a little nervous that this is uh, going to be, you know, not as good of a game. Tainted. I think, yeah, definitely tainted. But I mean, that's, that's what happened. I think that if San Francisco wins, and the Chiefs win. I don't think that it's a question. I think San Francisco uh, win. I, we saw what the Bucks pass yeah. rush did to the Chiefs a few years ago with a mobile Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah. So I think it's. I think it's definitely 49ers if they go through. I think it's a little more open if it's the Eagles. Uh, but I will tell you, I think I think that any of the three possible is it three possible or four possible matchups any of the four um, possible any of the four possible matchups i think are going to be awesome i mean uh i think i'm rooting for for burrow to win him one though uh i think that yeah, uh, i think I, i'm going to um, go
1: bingles after after watching that, that last game um them him just absolutely walking into buffalo in a environment that is designed to make opposing quarterbacks feel uncomfortable he walked in with such swagger and he thrives in those uncomfortable situations, and he just—I mean—he was just <clears> an assassin <throat> out there. I think that, and this is—and that is the main reason why I am sad that Patrick Mahomes is injured—is that we're not getting mm-hmm. to see a full matchup. I yeah. want to see a healthy Mahomes versus a healthy Burrows because I think Joe Burrow
3: but might get just to see be that the last best year. quarterback
1: in the league right now. Yeah, we got to I see think that Joe last Burroughs year. Might, so. Yeah, yeah. But I think um, Joe Burrow might be the best quarterback in the league right now. And I think I, that he he needs to prove it. I think that this is the time to prove it. You've got two; he needs to win two more games. And if he does, I'm giving him at least my my opinion is that he's the best quarterback in the league.
2: Yeah, I mean, he it's definitely uh definitely one to, you know, cool, cool calm and collected. You know, I mean, uh I think that I think again, I, and I go back to San Francisco beats the Eagles. That San Francisco defense is no joke, man. I yeah I, I feel for either of those two quarterbacks. I think that uh, like we're saying, that that Burrow has a much better opportunity being healthy, uh, you know, to uh to advance in that game. But I mean, San Francisco's tough. I think that I'll be probably putting my money on San Fran this weekend. Although that doesn't mean a whole lot because I lost almost anything that you could lose this weekend. I think I won oh, San Fran. Yeah. <laughs> I won San Fran Spread. Um uh, and then i won the under 50 and a half live bet on the bills uh bingles. uh but prop bets uh every other uh, spread every other over under right when yeah, patrick mahomes got button. hurt bat, uh, right when patrick mahomes got hurt the odds were still open so i did get a little five spot on uh jacksonville at plus 400 and cuz then as soon as he got hurt and out, hurting out it dropped to about 200 i was like this is a good expected value right here um he just you know that that team overall was just too good and the jags are just too young right now so yeah um yeah man but playoff football baby it's always it's always fun to watch you know it's it's we haven't got to watch football for just watching football in a while so it's always nice to do that
1: yeah uh before we move on i do want to talk about the amazingness. i sent it to you that the cowboys twitter account was oh, yeah. absolutely roasting dak prescott i mean it was i when i saw that i was like is this a is this like a fake blue check mark well <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like, I saw for those that didn't uh, see it the dallas cowboys tweeted dak prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers and a match the cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. that is from the Team's official Twitter wasn't account.
2: it a wasn't it a retweet of like an ESPN article
1: though I mean still yeah, that's still they, roasting but yeah, but <laughs> they but they co- they just copied the like the head tweeted it they didn't like they yeah <laughs> I, mean, I did see like, a bunch of
2: uh, I did see a bunch of public freakout videos of a of a bunch of fights at uh, at Candlestick and you know you would think oh we're gonna see a bunch of 49ers Cowboys fights no. The three cowboys, separate, cowboys yes, the three separate <laughs> fights that I saw was just a bunch of cowboy cowboys fans kicking the shit out of one another. I was I like, guys, it. I love it fighting at an NFL game, you're already stupid, but you guys do realize that they've already divided up the teams, dude, like you already know you don't even have to know if the guy you just need to know what color his jersey is. But CD Lamb yeah. got a couple, of, cu- a couple of kicks in the head of the guy with his big starter, uh, you know, puffy <laughs> uh, Cowboys jacket, like it came straight yeah. up. I'll bet you that guy bought that Cowboys jacket the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. And so it was brand yeah. new when he bought it. And that guy's just been wearing it ever since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you saw it. I do want to talk about the, I, I, the, I guess John Lynch must be a wizard. Because during that game, they showed him up in his, his uh, press box. When he was maybe down the ground. five seconds later, he is on. And I said, I was, walk, I was watching with Meg. And I'm sitting here. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, what? Wait, John Lynch was just. What? They just I showed think, him in his press box. Like, I get see, elevators exist, but that's a fast elevator. Here
2: is what happened, Bob. John Lynch got in his car. Drove from San Francisco all the way to your house in Shelbyville laid you out you had cte <laughs> drove back and then just went to the field that man i remember watching that dude he i don't even know if he's a wizard i think he told somebody make the elevator go faster and they were scared not to do it you know what i'm saying yeah, like just cut, it's like they just cut I, the line it's like oh defy john lynch or the laws of physics um physics yeah. buddy let's go uh, we just inter- invented teleportation for you, Mister Lynch. You know, here you go, sir. But he was—he was down there, bro. He was—he was, he was <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> he straight uh, as printed. I can just see John Lynch suited yeah. up. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yeah, I thought honestly, I got really scared in that game when Elijah Mitchell didn't run it. When, when Elijah Mitchell ran out of bounds, oh, I had an oh shit moment where blank. I was like, oh no. Oh no, this could be bad. Like Yeah, stupid play. <laughs> stupid play. Like, Ooh. no.
2: And he's a rookie, and you know, you get that a lot, but know your job. No, that's that's why you get paid so much money. So you can run 42 scenarios in your head. Like, that's just like in baseball. Like, know where the baseball is being thrown to, right? You gotta know before yeah. the play starts. There it should there's three possibilities of what could happen, you know. I get tackled, you know, before a first down in the middle, or if I get a first down, I got to get down, right? There's only, that's the, it and number one rule. Don't get out of bounds. Don't get out of bounds. Only yeah. three things that you got to remember. Up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, a, it didn't hurt them, but, uh, it
1: but it, you know, it could, it, it, could it definitely could have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Main topic of the day. We're talking the NHL trade deadline. Uh, As of recording, it is 10 days away. Um, Only one trade has happened uh, recently. Um, What's happened? Let's get this ball moving already. I hate how these teams wait until the very last opportunity and they kind of screw themselves. I mean, it just come on. Let's 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 make something happen already. Um. As of J- January 20th, however, there are 23 teams with less than a four million dollar cap space available, and I believe there is like six teams who are over the cap space, just well over. Okay. I think there's a couple teams who are like 10 million over already. Um, I'll bet you it is not. Cap, the lightning. If we're not going to
2: enforce it, <laughs> I'll bet you it's not the lightning though. <laughs> um, uh, some play, some play. I got you know, I got a list here of some players that could be moved. Um. Uh, big name Bo Horvat, uh, Vancouver, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Patrick Kane, uh, Matt Dumba, Tyler Bertuzzi. Those are the the top five names. Give me a give me a landing spot for one of those guys if they are to trade him. Do you think that the Blackhawks really trade Patrick Kane? I just don't see them. doing I don't think that. so. I think that's he's a an big ass in seats I, guy. Yeah. yeah, he's an ass in seats yeah. guy. So unless what you get back yeah. is worth it it would have uh, to be
1: such a monumental trade and he would not, they would not trade him into the, within the division. Um, maybe yeah, a team they, like bo- he Islanders has a no, movement.
2: maybe he has a no movement clause. So he ain't going to the Islanders.
1: It, you know, it's basically get me
2: on the spot that I want to go where I'm not going. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe so like I don't think Boston he'd want to go. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he would love to go to Boston, but if you're Chicago and you trade Patrick, <laughs> uh, Kane to Boston, I think that all the other owners should just get together and kick you out of the league. Like you're done. You're <laughs> out of here, buddy. Um, Ryan O'Reilly, I think would be a, a good piece uh, as well as Bo Horvat. Um, I don't really know good landing spots. Maybe O'Reilly, the, the chatter is showing uh, O'Reilly to the Maple Leafs. I think that that could be a potentially good move for them or the Boston Bruins. Uh Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be a great move for the Bruins to uh, let the rich get richer there. But um, I don't know that I'm, you know, willing to trade for Bertuzzi, it, it, you know, depending on who I am. Uh, he's out a lot. There's uh, about another 15 names here. You think Eric Carlson,
1: any movement there? I don't know. I mean, I think he retires soon. I think he just goes out on that team. Um, uh, I think Matt Dumba, um, is a name that's up, up, uh, uh, to be moved around a little bit. Um, A lot of names
2: of these on this list are teams that are competing, you know, like it's weird. Like why would the wild trade a bit, you know, unless there's something I don't know, but I mean, they're competing right now. I guess he's a UFA at the season's end. So, I mean, that's why get, get, get something while you can. So I'm sure a lot of those guys are that. Brock Besser, Vladimir Tarasenko on this list. Timo Meyer, Uh, I'd love to see Timo Meyer get somewhere. And I, can see, relevant. I can see
1: Tarasenko at a team like the Rangers.
2: Um, yeah, uh, I think Tarasenko really fits a lot of places. I mean, that right wing scoring capability, uh, will, will fit right in uh, a lot of places for sure. Um, a lot of Canucks maybe on the move. Gossip in Arizona. James Van Reems Ream, Dykes having a, having a hell of a year. Pool Yarvie, John Klingberg. All those guys are on this list. Um, who, let's go with this. Who do you think needs to make a move? Uh, who do you think needs to bring a piece Oof. in, I should say, not lose a piece?
1: Um, I think the Preds need to shit or get off the pot this trade deadline. True. They need to make a decision of what they're doing. Um, that they've been waiting. They, they've been hesitant for too many seasons. They um, so they either need to say okay. They need. They either need Patrick to Kane. make a decision of yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they either need to they either need to buy big or they need to sell big. They, mm-hmm. they can't keep you know kind of skirting around and just waiting for the right pieces to just fall in line. They need to make a move. Um, I think the Devils uh need to make a big move uh if they are going to compete and get to that Eastern Conference uh championship game they they're yeah. not going to I think with the team they have they're not winning that that Eastern Conference championship
2: I think I think Bo Horvat uh a good option for them um uh, Matt Dumba though I think you know you, you can never say enough to having a, a solid core of defenders um I'm I'm looking I'm looking here it's gotta be to me, Colorado or Seattle are just like standing out to me uh Colorado's a great team yeah. that are that are kind of falling you know behind the eight ball a little bit um not they have have forty five games played right now and they're right on the outside of uh, of the central so it's not like they're 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 way out of there, uh but something to excite that team um but you know Seattle as well. I think that that's a team that can go to the playoffs this year and uh, I think they need to show the fans and their team that they're willing to do that. So that's two teams that just kind of stand out for me. Is it the teams that need it the most? I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm not, uh, I haven't analyzed it that deep, but yeah, New Jersey makes a lot of sense to me. That's a team that probably needs to make a move. Um, Buffalo, maybe, you know, I mean, if you're really serious about yeah. uh, trying to make the playoffs, you know, maybe show and try to try to try to get something there. So, um, you know, who else is on this list? Gustav Nyquist. I feel like he's a trade deadline darling every year, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm sure we'll see him, uh, him, him move somewhere. We got Nyquist uh, autographs, didn't we? When we were up in Columbus, uh, I think we got or right, at least so, I yeah. did on my hat. Yeah, no, I got, Corpus yeah, I on, got and I think
1: you got Nyquist. Yeah yeah because um, I wanted uh I think I wanted Merslicken, and they were all out of Merge
3: they Lickens. were out, yeah,
0: yeah, there was very yeah. few
1: left, and so I got the corpusala
2: one, and I think you got the uh the Nyquist guy, so yeah man i'm I'm looking forward yeah. to it, and i I guess next week we'll probably just do trade deadline and whatever happened, but i mean we- you made the comment that I made uh recently that it's so weird that we wait until this close to, I mean, that's just so much. That just seems like so much work. Uh, There's gotta be a reason for it. Right. I mean, something specific to make you wait like this. Uh, You made a good comment last, last week about, well, you know, waiting to see what other teams make moves. And that makes sense, I guess. Uh, Yeah. But um, I'm wondering if we'll get a bunch. It's been a weird year in the NHL this year. We got a, you know, uh, a, random crop of teams that are doing well uh yeah so i'm i'm uh i'm looking forward to our discussion next week so we can kind of get some of this laid out
3: yeah
1: um all right let's move into games of the week
0: games of the week bobby and brandon do the work so you don't have to the best from around the nhl and what to watch
1: All right, uh, right now Brandon has taken the lead. Uh, I'm sitting at 36 and 20.70 sitting at 38, 24 and one after he had another perfect week, just absolutely amazing showing, dude. I mean, congrats! I on that. appreciate it.
2: I appreciate it, brother. I think, and this is another first for us. This is the first time one of us has hit five and zero and also won all their bets. Um, yeah. So you hit, you hit. I hit four and one last week. So I appreciate you. You thinking that I went five and zero. Uh, I think I went five and zero in bets last week, and you were the oh, first well, no, person no, to go. Not in a
1: row. You, you, I thought you had a five and zero week earlier in the season. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe okay. I don't know,
2: it, but I know you had the first one this season. Um, you were the okay. first one, and you won and you lost one puck line bet yeah. uh, on there. Uh, appreciate it, brother. I mean, it was, uh, and I was telling you that was I was not feeling great about my picks last week. Uh, I don't know if I found it or I'm just you know the the gods are shining on me, uh, but. This is the first time I've taken the lead in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, you, t- you took, you <laughs> took the lead. Uh, you took the lead early last season and uh, just never really relinqu- relinquished it back. Last week I was able to pull it in and tie it with you. Um, so I'm not, I'm not over here bragging because <laughs> I'm just. Yeah. Hey, look, guys, I'm just happy to be here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, money wise, yeah. we're both doing okay as well. You're a little bit down at fifty five eighty nine with sixty one dollars in, and I'm a little bit up at seventy one sixty three with uh
1: <clears throat> with sixty one dollars in. Yeah, I will say right within that margin of error, we're right within like the margin of error for gambling when you only oh, get one dollar bets.
2: Absolutely, and and I will say early on in the season, we were not as polished in making our picks uh as we yeah. as we have been lately we've kind of learned where we need to go uh with our picks a little bit and so we started yeah. off we were losing uh, losing pretty early yeah. so really, there was also
1: those like two weeks in a row during the holidays when we said fuck it and did all puck lines and just lost our minds <laughs> honestly <laughs> i did okay during the all puck lines yeah. i think it's uh but yeah man it's
2: uh it's a. Uh, it was a, it was a good week for sure, and I thought for sure I was like, okay, sweet. When you got your second loss, I was like, I could get him to get three losses this week. That, but then you come, then you come in and um, and dominate your your Monday game, giving you a three two record. So not shabby at all. You're right there. You're you know, it's a two game two game swing. So we're yeah. you know
1: you're on, you, know, you you ain't you ain't out of this. So <laughs> yeah, um, but why don't you start us off with your Thursday game?
2: Yeah. Um, Bruins, Lightning, 6 p.m. on the 26th. I think we've really been talking about it, man. It's really hard to bet against the Bruins right now. I'd love to do this puck line, but I'm not sure about it. So I'm just going to go
1: straight Bruins uh, Uh, to beat the Lightning. I agree with that. What do you got? Um. All right. So this is a game I will be at with a wife, and this is I f- probably the last game I'll be going to this season because we have um officially canceled our season tickets after this month, and this is the I believe the last game of the season. Um. You know the you know we've talked, talked about in the show the Preds. You know they're the the organization is kind of shitting on their season ticket holders a lot, and we've decided where it's not worth the money anymore. So uh, but Devils at the Preds and. Voting with my heart here, I'm gonna just take the 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 Preds to win this because I'm hoping wow. that they can get a win in the uh, in in the the uh, last uh, game that I go to this season. All
2: right, all right. I don't hate that pick. I mean, you know, anything. The Preds are so can unpredictable happen.
1: that you just never fucking. You sure. this team like can go out, they can win go five, out and them. beat a hot Devils team, and then they yeah. go and lose to like Vancouver. So who knows? At least my, take, I'll, so I'll be taking the odds no, on you. that. Yeah, it's you uh, uh, next. Yeah. you got it. Uh on Friday, I've got Vegas going into New York at 6 p.m. Love that. I'm game. gonna take I'm gonna take the Ranger. I'm gonna take the home team. I'm gonna take the Rangers to win that. I'm just taking money line. Okay. Uh like that pick. I think you're gonna get some good
2: odds on that one. Um my third uh, I'm sorry, my Friday game is the Flames uh versus uh <clears throat> the Flames at the Kraken, 9 p.m. on the 27th. I ain't hating on my. I ain't hating on the Kraken right now. I'm going Kraken puck line. Uh, that is, that's good. I like that.
1: I mean, that's uh, yeah. that's where
2: I'm going, dude. So puck line yeah. for the Kraken. It's you know it's hard to bet against that team that's you know been carrying you a little bit. So yeah. I'm going to go
1: with the Kraken yeah. there. Honestly, I would even consider maybe taking an alt line of like minus two and a half for the Kraken. Dude, I think the Kraken go in there. And I think or I think the Kraken welcome the flames in and they just, yeah, I might
2: on Friday, you know, obviously that's a few days from now to put any real bet money and not real yeah. bet, but any real money on it. But yeah, man, um, I've been, I've been seeking out the, that, that cracking line, uh, two and a half minus two and a half is not unfeasible. Uh, Cause usually if you get that, you know, you get that up two goals. I mean, three goals is just right there, right? You know, I mean, it's not uh, it's not crazy uh, to, to for that to happen. And I think a couple of my Kraken games would have won on a minus two and a half alt line because uh, I think they beat the Devils four to one. And so, I mean, you I could have got I could have got some serious money on that on that bad boy if I would have gone
1: Kraken yeah. uh, minus two and a half. <laughs> Um, I think next up, it's uh, I've got, another, so I've got another Friday. Uh, okay. Well, um, I've yeah, got another Friday no, game. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really like the, uh, the, the matchups on Monday. Uh, there was only Sunday, one. So I, I, yeah. So I, I took another, uh, Friday game. I got the blue jackets going to the Canucks. Two very bad teams, but this might be the, uh, the first or second game for the Canucks new coach. Uh, so I'm kind of interested yeah, it's a late night game. Uh, so, you know, watch that Rangers game, uh, and then I guess uh, it's going to be on the same time as your Flames cracking game. So just switch back and forth. Um, I'm taking the Canucks and. You, don't,
2: you don't have to t- switch back and forth, though. You can just watch the Kraken game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, watch the Kraken game, but you know, keep keep this keep the score update on your phone.
2: (laughs) Exactly. There you go. So you can see if Bobby. So you can see if Bobby won won his uh, won his games of the week. Yeah, I don't hate that. I'll be watching the Kraken game. (laughs) I think I think honestly, I think Blue Jackets money line would have been my choice there, but you know that new coach always provides a little spark. Although maybe they're upset over the Boudreau thing, you know. So uh, hey. A man can dream, yeah. Bob. A man can dream. Okay. Yeah. Look, no <laughs> offense. You're my boy, but I want you to go. zero five every single week. Okay. <laughs> I want this to be not a competition at all. <laughs> uh, for my third game on Wednesday, uh, Vegas and the aisles 630 on the 28th uh, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Hmm. I am. I'm going Vegas. Just money line. I'd, I don't know that I'm super confident in a puck line win there. So I'm just going to go with Vegas, the money line, uh, to be safe.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Blues, uh, at abs for me on Saturday at 2 PM, a nice little, uh, you know, early game this, I'm I'm tilting on this. I want to take the abs. If, if it's abs minus one and a half, I want to take it, uh, line. They'll definitely be favored at home yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and take the abs puck line
2: yeah they'll they've got to be favored at home
1: right yeah i'm sure they will um you can put in the minus that, one and a
2: half to guarantee it if you want i'm a, I'm okay with that
1: yeah i don't want to in case they're like because if for whatever reason they're plus one and a half i i, I will just take money line yeah. Cause that's going
2: to be no money at all. I'll, I'll give you that. You know, I don't like, I don't want us to do it on every single one call our shot yeah. but on those ones that you want to lock in for sure. Yeah. I'm good. Especially when it's so
1: far out, you know, that's a Saturday. That's game. yeah.
2: Saturday game. Anything could happen. I mean, and locking it in is perfect because what if McKinnon and, you know, Landis Gog aren't playing, you know, I want you locked yeah. into that minus one and a half boy. Yeah. Uh for my Sunday game, I think we got the two only two Sunday games, so I'll go ahead and do mine. I took the Capitals and the Leafs, four p.m. on the 29th.
3: Yeah, mm, I'm gonna go with Leafs. I- line,
2: I know you Ooh. got the better. I gave you the better game. Um, I, that is the better game, but I was not able to pick it. I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to go, so that is why I just uh, yeah. I just bailed out on it. So, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to take leaves puck line.
1: Yeah, I've got Bruins and Hurricanes at 4 p.m. I'm taking. I mean, listen, until in, until you uh, you know prove to me that you can't do it, I'm i going with them. I mean, they've only lost. This may like be the one. Five, this five. May- Regulation losses. Five I'm regulation losses. I'm taking the losses. Bruins puck line. Okay. Um, this may be the, one want, of want, the few that, games. I want that value. Well,
2: this may be one of the few games that they even are not favored. Because, I mean... Carolina is a good team right now. I mean, they should be. Even if it's plus one and a half, though, it shouldn't be too far off.
1: Yeah. So that's Um, what I'm kind of scared about. Is so I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm gonna say money line because I am scared. Because you just you 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 put some doubt in my head. It's gonna. I don't don't want Bruins. I don't want Bruins plus one and a half. I want Bruins either minus one and a half. I want Bruins money line. I'm gonna and I don't want to do two games in a row like that. So I'm gonna take Bruins money line. I think they'll be the. I think
2: they'll be the favorite, but it's, it's like, you know, anything can happen over that weekend and you don't want to get stuck with a with a plus one and a half on a a game. That's going to be a good game anyway. You know, you're going to get good odds either side of it. Yeah. I I don't, I don't hate that. Uh, blues Uh, round us out on, uh, yeah. Yeah. The blues and the jets at 7.00 PM on Monday, our only Monday game, uh, both for us and for the league. So, This is something that's been carrying me through too. I'm going Jets puck line, baby. They have been playing really, really good hockey and, uh, have not been disappointing unless you pick against them. And then they've disappointed me a couple of times this season. So I'm going to go with the Jets here, uh, and the puck line to beat the blues at home. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's see if we can, uh, if I can maybe take the lead or if Brandon, uh, sticks out this, uh, new lead that he has found. um, just,
2: right,
3: trying the, just trying to win the
2: just trying to win the little the baby week. cup, dude. Just trying to what win the, the little that? baby
3: cup. Keep it here. The weird. Corey Perry! See, I don't like that sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs>
1: All right, we are heading across the pond uh, to merry old England, uh, where King Charles' coronation, which is estimated to be about 120 million dollars of taxpayer money, um, will emphasize the cost of living crisis that is uh, devastating the uh, the the United Kingdom right now. Uh, nothing says "Hey, we're thinking about you in your crisis." Like a huge parade and a coronation for an old man that can barely hold his head up, uh, wearing the, the, a crown made of diamonds. Um, uh, I know if your listeners might it might sound like I despise the royal family. I don't. I you know I I have nothing against the royal family. I have nothing against the monarchy. I think that it's a great to- tourist attraction and it helps helps the island. But I think that. Saying that it will emphasize the cost of living crisis is just bad taste.
2: It really, you should just be real, dude. And you should just be like, no, nah, dude, we're going to, we're going to be really hyping up like the gold truffle, like industry. Yeah. And, like, um, and so I just did some quick math in, in the year 1800, when King Charles was born, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did some inflation math. And so when he was born, $1 million in 1800 had the equivalent purchasing power of $23 million uh, today. Uh, so $120 million, essentially in 1800, when he was born, would have been $2,760 million, which I think is a billion or maybe trillion. All I'm saying is we're dropping trillies on a dude. I, I'm going to be honest with you, Bob. When I saw you put this on the doc, I was unaware, man, hadn't already been coordinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't seem like it needs to be, it doesn't seem like it needs to be a whole big deal. Like, Hey man, your mom's dead. You're the king. Dope dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah. And then you give him a crown and that's it. That's all it should be. It should never be spent. We should never be spending money on him. He should drop 120 milli out of his own pocket. That's how much we need to determine, like the kings of old used to. Okay, kings use you know used to rule, run wars, and all this stuff. But a king really had to want to fight a war because he was paying for the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to be coronated, I'm for it, bro. I think it's dope. I think I wish I was still a king. But you gotta, it's gotta come out of your own pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta write a hundred and twenty million million dollar check. Or, like Randy Moss, bring straight cash, homie. One of the two. I, but it shouldn't be from, although the people that voted to leave the EU, they should still have to foot the bill. I think that it should, half of yes. it should come from half the taxpayers and then all the people that weren't idiots uh, that, you know, understood
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: things. I think that they shouldn't have to. They're like, look, dude, you know, you're old and you touch little children. So I don't want to pay anything <laughs> for you, you know? So um yeah, what a joke, dude! What an absolute joke emphasizing the cost of living crisis.
1: I mean, if only we weren't spending money, yeah. we didn't need to. <laughs> yeah, can we also talk about for a second for a family that at one point thought that they were um a better than everyone else? These are some ugly motherfuckers, dude. Like, everybody really has taken the, their toll on the Mount Mountains. Yes. Like, I mean, my God. Yes, it was. The, like, it was. <laughs> It was the wor- it was the worst
2: trick of all time. Like, one dude in the family was like, dude, I am so sick and tired of this. I'm going to pretend like I had a dream and that God told me to be a king. And I'm going to do that. And he was probably a good-looking dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, some uggo walks up to you and he's like, God told me I was supposed to be king. It's like, shut up, ugly person. Get out of here. And you shoo him away. So, you know, this guy probably had, you know, chiseled jawline and stuff like King Henry VIII, you look at that old boy, he was looking good and now they're like oh dude we should you should marry your sister you know i mean it's gonna work out fine yeah. we don't
1: want we right. don't want in like in pure yeah. blood <laughs> they life. got they like they got really luckily lucky that the smoke show princess diana like kind of diluted that she brought it back pool. it was the dilution yeah like and even then like even then prince William still could like just got all of his dad's genes and was like nope i'm yes. like they avoided the good genes, he came like, out of the womb
2: he came out of the womb with hair and then immediately started balding.
1: Okay, yeah. that was I mean, yeah, that was it. Like,
2: and see, it's like, it's so and the, funny. the
1: one decent good looking guy was like, I'm getting, I'm going to America, I, I'm going I'm to going Canada, out. I'm get, I'm getting out of here. He yeah. tried to, he
2: he joined the military in hopes of getting shot. So he yeah. he he literally went to Iraq and hope. A, a prince was like, I would rather be in Fallujah right now than hang out with. With all of you dudes and and ladies. It's why it, I'm telling you, it's why those ugly people, you know, with all the crazy teeth and on the, and that voted for Brexit and all that stuff. It's why they're so mad about Meghan Markle. Like, come on, buddy. That was the one thing we had going was that people in the royal family were uglier than me. Okay. That's why yeah. I'm enjoying it. I
1: Oh yeah, dude. I, yeah,
2: of course I went and saw King Charles, that ugly ass motherfucker, dude.
1: Yeah, I saw I saw yeah. his dumb ass. Yeah. And I, can I just be honest, like I, Charles looks like an old man and a ugly baby at the same time. I'm not sure how that happens. it, it is honestly quite horrifying. Can I can
2: I say something real quick? I just Googled him, you know, because I just wanted to, you know, look at those jowls. I typed in King Charles into Google. And the first two pictures that came up are pictures of the dogs, King Charles. So how <laughs> shitty of a king do you have to be? How shitty of a king do you have to be? that I Google your name and dogs are the first two images. And, and the one, two. So of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Of the ten first pictures, there's two pictures of King Charles dogs. There's one, two, three. Two pictures of old King Charles like an older King Charles, not him. one picture of King Charles from from uh, I'm sorry, there's three older pictures of a King Charles, one of which is the same, and there's a picture of King Charles from the crown. there's only three pictures of the actual king, current King Charles when you Google King Charles. What a yeah. joke of a king dude, you're garbage, bro I remember when Henry Tudor used to like bang a hoe and then murderer and then get a new hoe, dude. Why aren't you doing cool stuff like that? That's what King should be doing, dude. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh, yeah, but alright, let's move on. That, that is our monthly quota of talking about the royal family. Um, <laughs> let's move into what's snapping your stick.
3: Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. <laughs>
1: All right, we uh we both kind of talk about the same kind of thing, talking about a little bit of video games and what's we'll snapping our stick. Um, you know, uh, as an Xbox guy, obviously I have the great value that is Xbox Game Pass. I don't like to be a shill for Microsoft, but it really is an amazing value. If you don't have Game Pass, hey hey, what doing. it ain't
2: shilling. You ain't shilling if it's right. You give a good value, and I'll yeah. talk it up, right? I mean, I yeah, so yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: um uh, but anyway so xbox game pass for those of you that don't know it's a pretty affordable value you get to play a bunch of games uh on xbox for free or not free you pay for it, but it might as well be free because you know we're paying about 60 bucks a piece yeah. i mean you've got like 15 bucks games, like, a month you've got a high, yeah one it gives I you mean, xbox
2: we, gold too so you don't have to have gold yeah. already so i mean it's you know it's yeah. it's it's worth it
1: worth it so but one of the biggest issues is that you know you can be playing a game and at any moment you can find out that it's just leaving game Pass in like sometimes five days sometimes sometimes very rarely they might give you like a month notice but for the most part like yeah they announced yesterday that games are leaving on the first of the month that's kind of bullshit honestly that it's like you could be halfway through a game and then you're like all right well i just invested all this time in this game yes i'm not going to be able to play it in like a couple days um i just i think that's a bad business thing i think that once I think that once games are added to Game Pass, they should stick to Game Pass. I understand that there are contracts. Uh, I, say a, I was
2: going to say a month is plenty of time. You get yeah, a you month. get told a month, a month yeah. in advance. I'm cool with a month. Finish the game or don't, and that's really on you. But yeah. a week is and hard. I'd be okay you with know, People month. got going
3: on.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, what I don't like though is that they have game like they have games that are like you know like Halo Infinite, which is like. Like, or like online game, like if like Call of Duty were on there, I think that that if that game's on there, because then you've got all this time, you know, on multiplayer that they shouldn't just take that away. But um, I would be okay with a month, but I think giving people less than a week's notice is kind of fucked up.
2: Huh. Yeah, I think a week's notice is also, you know, I mean, because it, it, because mostly because it's not enough time to like, okay, I want to prioritize and play this game. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. already had stuff going on. Whereas, you know, if they told you on January 1st, hey, X game is going away on February 1st and you find it out on the 24th, that's not on Xbox Game Pass. That's yeah. on you, buddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but I agree with you. One week is, one week is not enough time. Um, but I do want to also highlight what you said and say, yeah, I mean, it's such a good value. I mean, the cloud gaming aspect alone is, uh, is well worth it. Not having to download yeah. a new game Every time you want to play it, like there is no way in hell that I'm playing any far cry five or any assassin's creed odyssey. If I got to download 70 gigs, the game to play it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm probably just going to go and find another game to do, but the cloud gaming is yeah. is awesome. So, uh, mine very similar. Uh, and we kind of talked it, we kind of, kind of hit on it. The fact that you still, and I'm sure I've already made this a,
1: snaps my stick but you know we got a cycle i know you and i have talked about it before like at a Preds game i don't think you. the fact made it that
2: you still have to download a physical copy of a game that you bought to your console what is the what is the purpose in that i don't get it and i'm not even saying when i put the game in the game should play and then any downloadable content, I understand. Yeah, that needs to be downloaded onto my thing. And I get it. You talked about uh, earlier, well, games used to be less than a gig. And, and you know, and that's when you didn't have to download games to your Xbox. It just loaded on on the game. So I understand that games are too big for that now. Right.
1: Probably. Yeah. But yeah. So to, fit, to fit all those games on, on, a, on a CD-ROM is just. You're asking yeah, about
2: but CD it just ROM. seems like well, but more it seems like that they're not really improving on the CD ROM though, doesn't it? Because I mean, oh, I don't, yeah, I, I
1: don't. Listen, I don't know who's out there. Like, you know what? I'm going to improve this CD ROM. I feel like well, that game is a job. Companies that is no, though, longer- but well, but game <laughs> companies though should be doing. I mean, they're literally yeah. still using the media. Um, uh, so, so I know a lot of it. A lot of it comes down to a majority. Of it comes down to so you buy a game so 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 frequently. They release a game that. They then realize after release, oh, this needs to be fixed. So they rather sure. than, but they put themselves in a situation where they can put patches out so that you, when you download it, the, you have that initial up, that initial I download. Don't I don't care. I don't want downloading the stuff to be able to get patches and fixes to the game.
2: Look, look here. Uh, you were talking about shilling for Microsoft. It sounds like you're now you're back to shilling for Microsoft, buddy. Okay. <laughs> we live in a world. It used to be uh, uh, an entire New York City. Building floor ha- had computer a uh, computer in it, right? And the computing power was was barely that of what we have on an iPhone now. So you're telling me that we can fit six terabytes into a size this small now, Bob? And nobody's been <laughs> like, maybe we should, maybe maybe this Because te- I guarantee you, if Activision or uh, you know any of these big game studios, Blizzard. If they got games onto a disc, that was the game. I'm look. All right, I'm buying games from this company now because now I can well, just I mean, buy the game they and kinda, play it.
1: I mean, the updated technology is there. It's called digital. Like I, I don't buy, I don't it's, buy discs anymore. It's well, but what I'm saying is, obviously,
2: it's there, but it's not there though, Bobby, because you still have to download every single gig of that, right? Used to, yeah. when you popped a CD or a game into your Xbox, did you have to download the entirety of the, the game to, do, to play it? no
1: the data no, was I, there no but i had a yeah but i had to have a disc that i had to like take care of i had to keep track of i had to make sure i right. didn't get scrubbed. so that's
2: what i'm saying i didn't say digital download should be be gone forever i said the fact if i buy a disc there needs to be the advantage of having the disc whereas what you're saying is right yeah a physical copy provides me nothing now i buy digital copies i don't buy physical oh, yeah.
1: copies but what no, i'm yeah, saying I is mean, that's one of the reasons GameStop, why i don't buy hard copy yeah Oh, I agree with you. There's, the reason I don't buy hard copies is all the cons. Plus now, because they haven't updated yeah. it, it's you're buying you it, you're, to, you're spending yeah. the time to go drive to a GameStop, have to deal with the bullshit at GameStop. And then you have to still have to sit for 30 minutes while, while it still downloads. That's my point.
2: Out. Yeah, that's my point is. And I like, look, I personally, if if the physical copies played, I would still buy physical copies. I would go to GameStop. I would, you know, travel out of my way and and <laughs> do it. So that's more of my thing is that there is no advantages to buying a physical copy anymore because it's just a digital download with a disc that you now have to have the disc to play. So I'm, I'm with you on that. So don't hear what I'm not saying. And I love digital downloads, you know, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I think it's a great thing. And I, I don't want to go to GameStop, you know, every time and obviously game path, but Bobby, I even, I even, Put it in there. I know there are reasons, but I don't care <laughs> about the reasons. I knew you were going to tell me the reasons, so I wrote it down for you. I don't. I know them. I don't care. This is my time to complain about things that, you know, maybe 100%. we can't fix. And so, f them. All right, f them. If they, you know, if they yeah. want, you want to come at me. Uh, no one came at me. I don't
1: know why I got yeah. so.
2: Fr- I don't know. Why I got so <laughs> flustered over. <it.
1: laughs> uh. But all right, guys, uh, we will see you all again next week. Don't forget March 2nd. Join us at Mayday Brewery in Murfreesboro. But even more,
2: bingo, we got plenty of time to remind them about that. Even more Monday, the 30th. Come watch a movie with us, dogs. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. Come watch a movie and it'll be very much a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of thing. But all right, guys, until next time, uh, he's Brandon. I'm Bobby. This has been Pugs Up Podcast. We'll see you all again next week.
0: Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.